What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video and back with what is probably the final Mock Draft Monday of the 2023 season. Next week, believe it or not, we're starting week one content. Pretty crazy. Maybe I adjust the schedule and we get one more Mock Draft Monday in. I guess you guys can vote on that. Would you prefer next Monday is a Mock Draft Monday or week one content? But very, very soon, we're getting into week one. Uh, but one more, at least. Maybe we'll do two more. But one more. Uh, we're going to do back to full PPR this week. I know it says full PPR here. We did, uh, actually, we did like three drafts last week. But full PPR, snake draft. And a lot of people ask me what my favorite spot to draft in this season is. And I posted this in the Discord, which, again, is free. I try to answer every single question you guys post in there. Link to that description box down below. Again, free. Uh, but I posted this in announcements that... I think it's fairly even this season. So let's say you draw number one. Uh, in my league, we have a hat. If you pull the number one, it means you get to pick your spot first. Um, I don't think it's crazy to pick really anything. Like the 101 is going to grade out the best pretty much every season because you just lock in that top player, first pick in round three. It, just, it grades out typically very well. But honestly, you can have a fantastic draft no matter what position you're at. So do a bunch of mock drafts and see what works out. One thing that I do enjoy is at the seven pick. I'm not saying this is my favorite, but what I'm saying is the start at pick seven. I kind of look at the rankings and I see 18 top tier players, whether you want to call it like different tiers or not. There are 18 players basically this season that are really, really good, that have locked in floors, amazing ceilings. And then after that, um, it doesn't, I wouldn't, I don't want to say it gets shaky, but there's a little bit of a drop off. So at pick seven, you're missing out on that high end, and you are sort of picking first among a pretty good tier, but you're also getting to pick last among that big tier. So I figure we try to draft from seven, see how much we like the team. Uh, but again, main takeaway here is that it, it does not matter. Like You can get a very, very strong team no matter what position you're drafting from. So don't stress and be like, oh my goodness, you know, I don't know which one to pick from. Many people don't, and you're not going to lose your lead because of where you drafted just the players that you drafted. So, pull up the draft forward. We are pick 7, 12-team league. McCaffrey, Eckler, Jefferson, Chase, Kelsey, and Cooper Cup. Don't necessarily agree with the order. I would say in half PPR, uh, you're going to want to go probably Jefferson, McCaffrey, Chase, Eckler, but those two are kind of interchangeable. Uh, then you get into that whole Kelsey discussion. Uh, I do think Cooper Cup should have been uh, picked you know, at this 5-6 spot. Uh, so, Nothing ridiculous there. Uh, honestly, the main argument there is basically Tyreek Hill or Kelsey for that like six pick, in my opinion. Um, but that is our option. We have not done very many Kelsey builds, kind of because I like the value of some other tight ends a little bit more. Uh, systems telling us to go with uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, other options, we, it's Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Monter St. Brown, uh, A.J. Brown, Devonta Adams, Garrett Wilson. I mean, Tyree Kills our top-ranked wide receiver in that list, so we would obviously take him. Not taking Andrews, not taking a quarterback. Uh, if you wanted to go with, like, Barkley, Saquon, Bijan, Chubb here, I don't think it's a ridiculous thing to say that the running back value dries up quickly, and, you know, there's definitely a chance that those four, those are the four to consider in that first tier, and then Derrick Henry's basically that next player. Or actually, Jacobs, now that he's signed, is in that tier as well. Um, I actually think there is a chance we get one of them, but if we don't, it just means that we double-dipped on, like, Tyreek Hill and maybe, like, Devonta Adams, which I'm also definitely fine with. So I think you just take the value. You take Tyreek Hill. He's going to be an absolute monster this season, and you see what happens at running back. So we make that pick. Turn goes by. 
Uh, wide receivers that go are Diggs, Lamb, Adams, and A.J. Brown. Mahomes comes off the board. Uh, we get Saquon, Bijan, Chubb, Henry, and Tony Pollard. So two players, and this is also another very, very good point. There are 18 top-tier players, but not everyone's going to agree with that. Some people think Mahomes should be in there. Some people think Henry should be in there. Some people might just like Olave a little bit more. Um, obviously, I like him a ton, but maybe they want to take him in the early second round. And so even though the seven pick guarantees you're going to get two, well, if only one person reaches, well, now the six pick gets two. In ours, two people reaches. That means the person that got pick five here is also going to get two. So that is also one out that kind of comes with these top four picks is if you're in a league where you think people might reach a little bit, especially at the quarterback position, well, if you can start off with one of these top four players, a kind of clear top four, and then one of these top 18 players drops to you in that spot, well, now that's a huge edge. So it depends on how competitive your league is. I would say a very competitive league, seven pictures guarantees it. So it's a good spot. Uh, and it kind of like gets worse as you go down here because you're picking two players again in a range where I think everyone is very, very similar. So cheat sheet, pull it up. Uh, no Andrews, no quarterback. We're not doing that this early. Our option is Jacobs. That's one of the last uh, players in that top tier. Uh, St. Brown and Garrett Wilson. Those are the three remaining players in those top 18. If we go purely by the rankings, I do want to see what that says. It is Jacobs, then Wilson, then St. Brown. So those are the three final players in that tier. I think because Jacobs is ranked the highest, because we already have Tyreek Hill, um, it just makes sense to take Jacobs. We lock in um, a bunch of potential here. We have the potential to start here RB. We have the potential to take another running back, get like a little bit of a robust build into there. Um, we have the option to just push Hero RB to its extremes or to kind of just be like, this is like Hero RB, but we'll take another one in like round five. Um, all on the table, right? Everything's on the table except for uh, RB0, which in our league right here, I'm using a standard setup, two running back, two wide receiver, one flex. You're leaning a little bit away from Hero or from uh, RB0 because you can't start four of the wide receivers. You could still do three receivers, a tight end, and a quarterback, and that still counts as RB0, uh, but we're leaning a little bit away from it because you kind of have to get lucky a little bit to get that value. So after our pick, Wilson, St. Brown go off the board, uh, and it's also John Waddle, Olave, and Devonta Smith, the wide receiver. JT, Najee, Etienne, and Stevenson go running back. Uh, Allen Hurts are off the board, so all three quarterbacks gone. Uh, and then Mark Andrews goes the pick before us, which is unfortunate. So we're definitely not taking Hawkinson this early. I prefer, um, people ask about this drop-off into uh, Lamar. We'll consider it. I'll kind of look at everything else. Um, but what I kind of view is like Mahomes, Allen, and Hurts are kind of in that top tier. And if I'm going to take the next tier, I prefer not to be first. And I prefer to get a little bit better value in doing so. Like, I don't want to say I just missed out on Allen Hurts, but it wasn't that many picks that went by. Uh, and so I just think if someone else got Hurts at, you know, pick 24, would that be? I'm sitting here at pick 31. That's not a huge difference. And I do think it's a pretty big drop off in player. Um, but obviously, you know, Lamar is set up so well this season from a rushing standpoint, from a passing standpoint, from a play standpoint. He's going to be awesome. So if you're going to do it with someone, make it Lamar. So that's an option. We can go with Lamar. Uh, we could also go with Joe Mixon. We could go with Jameer Gibbs. I would say those are the two pretty clear top uh, players at running back. Let's see what the rankings say. The rankings have Gibbs at the 306, Mixon at the 309. We're at 307. So Gibbs, a solid pick here. Can't really play the ADP game. Uh, very, very unlikely that when one, two, three, four, five, ten picks will go by, 
one of them's going to get taken. So if you wanted to risk it, you could take Mixon and then see if Gibbs is there after that. Uh, I'm not going to do that. So I basically just won't take Mixon at this pick. Um, after that, Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley really stand out to me. Um, Calvin Ridley looks to be... Uh, DK Metcalf is actually the top-ranked player. Um, unfortunately, I do have half PPR rankings up, and that will definitely make a difference. Let me pull the full PPR rankings up. Because I was going to say, Keenan Allen is probably higher than DK Metcalf in the full PPR rankings. So let's let those load. Okay, those loaded. Um, yeah, still DK. How about that? But at 307... Uh, and it actually makes Gibbs a way better pick at the 2-3 turn in full PPR. And given how we kind of know drafts go this season, running back's going to dry up. At our next pick, I would say Mixon, Jones, Gibbs, Hall, probably not going to be there. Um, so we could go with Ken Walker if we truly believe in his upside. I would say in full PPR leagues, it's tough seeing it because he could run for still 1,000, 1,200 yards. The receptions are just so unlikely to be there. Um, we love Miles Sanders. We love Damian Pierce. Um, James Conner, White, but like this is going to dry up relatively quickly. And I mean, I'm still fine getting, you know, three of these players. So I think locking up Jacobs and Gibbs is probably our move because uh, I think we're still going to get a pretty solid wide receiver at that next pick. Um, again, if we miss this kind of tier at running back, we can't really say that we're going to get very good ones. Pretty salt is there. That's kind of an interesting fall there. So I'll pull up the draft board after my pick. Only Mixon and Aaron Jones come off the board. We have a big run at wide receiver, which has me hesitant to take it. Higgins, Metcalf, Ridley, Debo, Cooper, and Keenan Allen all come off the board. Uh, Keenan would have been a really good value. I think we've entered another tier here, and I really hate doing that. So when you have this sort of run, it's not a massive run, but I mean, it's a 10-pick range where, what, six? so 60% of the picks here were wide receiver. When that sort of happens, you get into a next tier. I don't want to be the first to take that next tier. I just missed out on really good value. I don't know. I just I just think that kind of hurts your team. Everyone else got better value than you. You don't want that happening in your drafts. So I'm leaning away from wide receiver. Um, there are options that I like still on the board. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like I like Drake London. Um, I like Chris Godwin, but I mean, I would, I would definitely take Drake London there. Um, I mean, Deontay Johnson, Christian Watson, still good players. I kind of don't want to take them, though. Hawkinson's there. I've dropped Hawkinson a little bit. I have Hawkinson at 407. We're at 406. So basically where he should be going. Um, but wide receiver is not standing out as any sort of value. Drake London's the top ranked. He's at 408. So that's not really a value. Um, but Brees Hall is. And I have Brees Hall at 310, even having um, dropped him pretty heavily for obviously the Dalvin Cook signing. I don't know. I mean, that that's a very, very interesting pick to make given our team because I have not been going, um, you know, heavy into the running back position this season. I feel like I kind of lean a little bit wide receiver heavy. But that's a really interesting one because even if he kind of starts the season a little bit slow, I think that we can figure out wide receiver two and flex even if we needed to bench Hall to start the season. I think they're going to run a decent amount. I think they're going to be up in a lot of second halves. I think that he is probably going to be 100% or at least close to 100% relatively early in the season. I don't know. It's intriguing. I think I think I want to see how the team turns out taking this third running back and seeing what value we can get at the wide receiver position. Because again, it's going to drop off. 
I love Sanders and Pierce. And that would be the one thing that would really hurt me is if one, two, three, four, five, six, if the 12 picks go by and I could have gotten like Damian Pierce at this next pick, where does he show up in their ADP here down here? If the 12 picks go by, I'm going to be actually like pretty upset if I took Hall and I missed out on Pierce. It would be interesting to test out really heavy at running back, but I think the move, I think the move to take Hall, because I, I downgraded him a good amount and he's still coming out as a really good value right now. So let's do it. Let's take Hall. Okay, so he's not there. Thank goodness. I'd have been pretty upset there. Draft board. We took Hall. Running backs to go off the ball board: Ken Walker, Pierce, Sanders, and Alvin Kamara. At wide receiver: Hopkins, McLaurin, Moore, Watson, and Judy. Uh, Hawkinson's gone, and then. Both Fields and Justin Herbert are gone. This would have been a, like fifth round's an awesome range. If you could get Fields and Herbert in that range, that's fantastic. I could have gone with them at four. Um, I just think there's so many quarterbacks. That's why I don't like taking them in the second round is because you have that chance to get them in round three. That doesn't hit. Okay. Maybe round four, you go for like Burrow or Lamar. That doesn't hit. Okay. Maybe round five, you go for Fields or Herbert. That doesn't hit. Okay. And then after that, you're still looking at Trevor Lawrence as a really good pick. We'll try and get Trevor Lawrence in maybe round six. I have Trevor Lawrence at 601. So again, not an amazing value right now. You could do it. But I think the point is, even if it doesn't work out, you can grab um, Dak or two or Daniel Jones would probably be the one that I'd go after. But Daniel Jones, uh, Geno Smith, Anthony Richardson, you want to take a shot on. Like you'll have options later on to where you don't necessarily need the top eight. And I think it's a top eight now. I've kind of dropped uh, Deshaun Watson just giving the camp reports. Uh, but give yourself those opportunities. Don't just jump on being like, Nick said good quarterback. Got to take him around two. No, Nick said good quarterback, but out of value. I still don't want to reach on quarterback. I also made it hard on myself by making quarterback very high in this one. Sometimes you'll get the value. It's kind of talking about before. Anyways, long way of saying, not going to go quarterback. Uh, Waller is an option here. I actually had talked in a previous video about moving Waller ahead of Hawkinson. I have not done that yet, but I have Waller at the 501. We're at the 507. Uh, I have him ahead of all the wide receivers except for Drake London. Drake London is still on the board. Drake London is a player I love this season. Um Where's Waller? Waller's down there. If I could get London, then Waller in round seven, I'm jumping for joy. I think that would be a phenomenal start to this draft. We will figure out quarterback after that. We will figure out who we're playing in the flex instead of Brees Hall, probably in week one. Uh, but maybe, I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of see what reports are in week one. But I don't think you'd be playing Brees Hall in week one. But I think you've got to go with London. I think in a PPR setting, like and with how good I think he's going to be, it's close, but... I think you go with London and you risk it on Darren Waller. Ooh, a lot of wide receiver tight ends go. Jesus. So after after I go, the next four picks are Kittle, Waller, Dobbins, and Pitts. Also, Goddard goes at 5-1. So probably the right move there would have been like thinking back, okay, there's a huge run at tight end. I should have been first. I should have tried to take Waller at the 507. Uh we won't we won't beat up on ourselves too much after that one, but that would have been a good pick. But at this spot, uh, we do have a really good value right now in uh, Deontay Johnson. Ayuk is also a good pick. Christian Kirk is a good pick. Uh, I dropped Christian Kirk a little bit recently, uh, and I've also, as I talked about in the what Saturday video. Um, recently, I've upped the Pittsburgh Steelers projection. Kenny Pickett looks really good this season. Um, 
Pickens looks great. I know that like theoretically hurts Deontay, but it really just means this offense is going to be good. They're going to score touchdowns. Deontay's not going to score zero like last season. Uh, in full PPR, you really take advantage of you know Deontay's skill set. So I think I think Deontay just like makes sense to make it this pick. Um, yeah, it's a good value. Seven oh seven. So we make that pick. Um, no quarterbacks or tight ends go off the board. I guess that tight end run happens. They're not going to see one for a little bit. Uh, but Madison, Dalvin, Rashad White, Javante, Swift, and Pacheco go. That's fine. We weren't really looking running back at this spot. Uh, Ayuk, Lockett, Evans, uh, Pittman, Kirk, and Pickens come off the board. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a, a range where you're going to see you're going to see a lot of them come off. Ooh, okay. This is interesting. This is a different build than I've gotten a lot this season, but I kind of like it. This is almost like a classic FFA build. We're avoiding quarterback and tight end for a while um, just because we haven't seen the value. I'll just start all the players I'm consider- considering with this pick. I like Evan Ingram this season. Um, he didn't like ball in the preseason. Honestly, maybe thanks goodness. Um, he's going to be on the field, honestly, like just as much as like Calvin Ridley. Like he's going to have a higher snap share than Christian Kirk. He, he's going to be on the field as much as he can physically handle because they want to run a ton of multiple tight end sets. And when they run those multi tight end sets, he's going to be like a heavy receiving option on those plays. Like they gave him the extension because they really like how he's utilized the offense. I think Evan Ingram is probably being undervalued this season. One of the highest rostered tight ends. So Evan Ingram, great pick. I think Dotson. Um, I have to imagine I have Dotson ahead of Marquise Brown. I do not have Marquise Brown ranked very highly. I don't, though. So that is one thing that stands out to me is I am not high on Marquise Brown, and yet he is, I believe, the top-ranked yeah the top ranked wide receiver left. So whenever that happens, that should stand out in your mind. Like If I'm kind of not talking amazingly about a player, I say that I kind of had them behind ADP. Um, I have them kind of buried in the rankings. If they become the top player in the rankings, well, now, if I'm wrong, the odds are I'm wrong and that Marquise Brown is better than I think. So if I'm right, he's probably the best pick here at wide receiver. If I'm wrong, he's definitely the best pick at wide receiver. See how that kind of works out there? So think about that when it's like, maybe I'm not on a player, but if they become the top player in the rankings by a good amount, um, maybe good thing to take him. Because yeah, he's at... 191.7 for the projection. Um, I guess it's like a four-point difference between him and Dotson. Um, But the other thing I'm considering is uh, we've got James Cook and David Montgomery here. So there's actually five players I like with this pick. I don't think Engram is the play. Um, I like him a lot, but these are four really good players, really just like would help out our team a lot. Um, I think you risk it with Evan Engram, see if you can get him a little bit later. Um, if not, it's fine. Maybe go with uh, Njoku, go with Don Kincaid, uh, Juwan Johnson, Sam Laporta, Irv Smith, maybe double dipping in that general range. Uh, we'll have options if we miss out on Ingram. What do we need more? We've got Tyreek Hill, London, and Deontay at, running, or at wide receiver. So I wouldn't say we need wide receiver more because I also feel very confident that all three are going to have, you know, north of like a 24, 25% target share this season. They're going to be good. I already have Gibbs. So I'm actually going to take off Montgomery. That's something I talk about sometimes. A lot of people ask this question. Um, I would need, like, let's say we went through this and I was like, ooh, I don't love wide receiver. I don't like tight end. Dave Montgomery's the only running back I want. He's the only player I want right now. That's when you take him already having Gibbs. You don't take him if there's other players you're contemplating that pick. Uh, so it's James Cook, Marquise Brown, and Jahan Dotson. 
None of them will be their next pick, so no use in playing the ADP game. Straight up rankings say James Cook. Uh, by a decent margin, James Cook is the 509. We're at 707, so phenomenal value with him. Um, and then Marquise Brown would be next at 704, so not even that amazing a value. Um, I think we take it because also we have Brees Hall and maybe we'd play James Cook in the flex, but then it would just depend on Deontay too. I don't know who they play in week one, but Deontay would be great in the flex as well. So I, I think we take James Cook. We will miss out on those two wide receivers, uh, but we feel good about this running back core. Jacobs, Gibbs, Brees Hall when he's 100%, James Cook. I feel great about that. And wide receivers still headlined by Hill, London, and Deontay. So we still need some, some wide receivers added in here. Uh, not going to look at running back for a while. At this point, um, I, I've got my running backs kind of locked in. We'll, we'll draft more, but not, not quite yet. Uh, Evan Ingram is still on the board. So that would be nice. But I still don't think he'd be top. So Evan Ingram, I have at 7-11. We're at 806. So that's a good value. Um, where is Sutton? Oh, Sutton a little bit later. Sutton actually not a great value right now. Okay, Gabe Davis is the top wide receiver in the rankings. He's at 809, so that's actually not even an amazing value. Um, Evan Ingram, okay. He is the best value here. Maybe we do that. Because I don't, I don't necessarily think we need... Like, like Gabe and Sutton would end up being our one, two... They'd be our fourth wide receiver... Probably not starting week one, but I'll say if Judy was out, Sutton would actually be a really good addition to this team because maybe we play him in the flex. He might have like a 10, 12 target projection in week one. I wonder, who, who do they play? I'm actually curious. I don't actually know if they have that up. They play Las Vegas. I mean, he's going to have a really good projection in that game. But I think Ingram's still a better pick because I think he just helps out our starting lineup a little bit more. I don't want to wait too long still at all of our quarterback spots so i'll take ingram um i think i think gabe or sutton is like completely reasonable to take at this pick so we go uh one quarterback goes dak right before us that's fine uh we see six wide receivers odell michael thomas sutton juju gabe and Traylon burks uh, and then jamal williams brian robinson and antonio gibson both washington running backs off the board not going to tight end anymore uh, quarterback will be an option for us. Um, I don't actually remember. I think, yeah, Daniel Jones, I have jumped ahead now of, um, Tua. I just think he's so locked in this season. The rushing is going to be there. Uh, the receiving weapons are better. Year two of that system. Like Daniel Jones is going to be really, really good this season. I feel very confident in that. Um, so I kind of want to almost just take him with this pick. Other option is taking one of Elijah Moore or Zay Flowers. Both very, very good wide receiver picks this season. Um, going to be very close in the rankings. Elijah Moore, 181.9 projected points. Zay Flowers, 180.9. So one point difference. Whenever that's the case in the rankings, just take the top one. Don't Or take like the one you like, sorry. You don't have to be like, oh, got to take Elijah Moore. It's one point. That is literally a zero-yard reception in the scoring format. Uh, but... I mean, I, I'm going to follow what I, because it's my rankings, obviously. But so I would take Elijah Moore here. Um, but I think Daniel Jones makes more sense. I know sometimes in fantasy pros, like if you use these, um, you draft from these rankings or you draft from their like simulator, sometimes quarterback kind of gets left behind. Um, I would assume if this was my league that that would not happen. That, you know, if I take Daniel Jones here, we're going to see a run soon at quarterback. Um, so 
you know, if we were gaming the system on Fantasy Pros, maybe I wouldn't take Daniel Jones here, and I would hope that he falls to the next pick. I think taking Daniel Jones, like, would actually make sense in a real league. Um, so we take him. It does look like no quarterbacks come off the board, but we're going to get a value. Zay's gone. Tony's gone. Quentin Johnson's gone. Sky Moore's gone. But you know who's not gone is Elijah Moore. So that's an easy one. We'll take him. We were considering him at the last pick. So let's run through the team real quickly. Jacobs at running back. Jacobs, Gibbs, Brees Hall, James Cook. For a second, I thought I'd draft Eliza Mitchell there, and I got panicked, but it still is Elijah Moore. So again, Jacobs, Gibbs, Brees Hall, James Cook. Good, solid four, but we need more. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Drake London, Deontay Johnson, Elijah Moore. So we're four and four. We feel good about each one. We've got Evan Ingram. We've got Daniel Jones at quarterback. Uh, looking at the board here, there are options I like. Um, I like Nico. I don't love him, uh, but I like Romeo Dobbs. Um, kind of a drop off, honestly, after that. So in consideration is, is those two. Not going to go quarterback, but Jalen Warren. I mean, Jalen Warren definitely stands out here like head and shoulders above everyone else. Um, I don't think you can really pass on Jalen Warren at that spot. Got to take him. Um, other players that stand out now that we took him, we've got three bench spots left. Tank Bigsby stands out at running back. Uh, we could handcuff James Cook with Damian Harris. I don't love that. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell for a consistent floor, but no real upside. Um, honestly, after that, it's gross. You take a shot on Ty J Spears as a handcuff because he'd be great if Henry got hurt. Um, we only need one running back, so we'll consider those. At wide receiver, uh, Mims would be a really good pick here, I'd have to imagine, right? And he would especially be, you know, someone that could start hot. And if you really wanted to flip him, I feel like you could flip him pretty early in the season. Um, Mims is ranked uh, not yet. Probably another, like, round. And honestly, given ADPs, you wouldn't need to get him either. Um, I think what I want to do is take Tank Bigsby, finish off running back, We'll double dip wide receiver here. We'll take our defense and we'll call it a day. Um, probably at this pick, you're basically looking for upside. You're looking for someone who like not is going to beat their ADP, but as someone who I could actually start in the flex spot. I think that's Mims, but I think I can get him in the next round too. Um, who would be most likely to do that? I mean, maybe Alec Pierce if Richardson developed, but I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe Van Jefferson, if you got lucky there. Um, I mean, I like Jaden Reed, but I feel like we don't need to go to that spot. Yeah, Mingo. I mean, yeah, it, it's Gallup, it's Pierce, it's Van, Mingo, and Marvin Jones. Basically, take your two favorite at that spot. Um, Rankings-wise... I have to imagine Zay's not on the board. Zay Flowers or Zay uh, Zay Jones. It's actually Mingo, then Mims. Interesting. I kind of like that. Maybe Mingo's the guy that kind of breaks out there. Mingo Mims. That's how we'll close that off. And then we'll grab our Saints as per usual because of the schedule. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know what that was going to do. A 97. My goodness. I don't know if the team deserves that. Like, I would probably give it. Um, 94, maybe like 94, something like that. But anyways, here's the starting lineup. Daniel Jones, Josh Jacobs, Jameer Gibbs, Tyreek Hill, Drake London, Evan Ingram, Brees Hall, but we probably wouldn't play Brees Hall in week one. And then the Saints, Bench, 
Deontay Johnson, James Cook, Elijah Moore, Jalen Warren, Tank Bigsby, Jonathan Mingo, and Marvin Mims. Actually, I do think that is pretty good, and it probably would be a better grade if I had my rankings submitted, but they're using my very old rankings there. So let me know what you think of the team. I do actually think that number seven pick makes sense. But again, remember the things I talked about in the beginning. If one person reaches, well, now the six pick is better. Two people reaches, now the five pick is better. Three people reach and you've got the four pick. You're just like jumping for joy because you just got an amazing value there. Uh, but anyways, that's going to be do it for this one. Hope you all did enjoy. If you did, how about hitting the like button? How about subscribing to the channel if you're new here? Thanks for watching.